welcome back to another great episode of We Speak Dispatch. Because if we're speaking dispatch, you should be too. So today we're joined with our very special guest. We have Joe over there. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing excellent. It's a great day here in Iowa. How's the weather? It's still snowing over there? <laughs> it's still pretty cold, but I'm not going to curse us and say no snow again because we got <laughs> massive snow the other day, so I'm just going to pass on that. All right. And Glenna, how goes uh, Southern California? Uh, it's bright and sunny outside. Fog this morning, which was really weird, but it's it's nice. That's a nice. Cool, and John, like 62. how goes it in your neck of the woods over there? We are calm now. <laughs> Hey, you would need to explain that one. Yeah, I mean, we know where you work, and we know what part of the country you're in near the capital. So it's uh, yeah. raucous over yeah. there at the moment, or was. So hopefully everything's calmed itself down. So that's a big thing. And right. here in Middle Tennessee, it's beautiful. The high today was 33. So that's even better. Woo! Yes, very nippy over here. So, all right. And we're joined with our very special guest. If you're a fan of Showalter and Company, this was a winner of our holiday cheer contest where everybody put in their recommendations of who they should be. And this entire agency was nominated. So we got them on. So go ahead, folks, introduce yourselves. Tell us a little bit about who you are. Go ahead. Um, Kristen Brooks, and I've been dispatching for about 14 years now and started Senatobia in April. April. So we'll talk about how you started the uh, dispatch center itself in April during COVID, which is always a wow. <laughs> <laughs> and she's joined today with the chief of police. Go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. I'm Richard Chandler, chief of police for the Centobia Police Department. I've been in law enforcement for right at 20 years and uh, started as chief here uh, since July. I was the assistant chief prior to that. So this year has been a lot of changes for your agency over there. Yeah. A heck of a year. For it. <laughs> so you're located in Mississippi. And uh, how big is your police agency? How big is it? I have 30 sworn officers and then civilian personnel. Okay. And so you did not have a dispatch center up until April of this year. Who was dispatching for you guys at that time? Uh, we were going through a central dispatch that was run by the, the Tate County. Yeah. Uh, and it was called the Tate County 911 Center. And then whose idea was it to say, hey, let's make our own comm center? Had to have been a dispatcher. <laughs> well, so in Mississippi, I'll try to keep this short. In Mississippi, <laughs> certain surcharges from cell phones and everything go towards 911, yep. E911, enhanced 911 communications um, for addressing and for equipment to, to dispatch that emergency. Um, radio traffic and and whatnot and i don't know if it's the same way everywhere else but um so that that's how the center gets its initial funding and then the they charged they charged the local municipalities a rate for dispatching non-emergency traffic so like traffic mm -hmm. stops um welfare checks just general everyday radio traffic and dispatching and police work and so um, the rate that we were being charged um, hadn't gone up in quite a long time, and it was going to go up very, very significantly. Wow. And um, in speaking with our, our city government, they asked if it was possible for us to um, have our own dispatch and what the, that cost would look like. Mm -hmm. um, so we had some discussions about it, and it was, it was my preference to have our own dispatch, um, basically because it's 
it's in-house it's yeah. you know they you know you do things uh the way that the standards that you feel they need to be done sure. and so after talking about cost and everything then we decided to jump off the bridge <laughs> <laughs> and what a bridge what a job <laughs> so and now you don't have to pay per transmission yeah <laughs> you could actually talk freely so yes Kristen, were you working there at the time uh part-time i was part -time. working for a different agency full-time and um on my off days coming here and helping out and um, so then they said we're gonna start it and since you're the about the only person in dispatch did you start like okay let's get some people in here and start hiring people well he had already hired people before i got here and i just trained them okay did any of them work in dispatch prior to working at your place only one. Oh my, oh my gosh <laughs> and you yeah you Was say you just the trained them, but you trained yeah. them. Period. Yeah, I trained them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So he I mean, a what a time to start. What a time to start a center during COVID. During COVID, everything's yeah. crazy out there, and then you start this thing. So, how did you guys get like your initial equipment, like your CAD and all that stuff? How did you How did you get that? Did you um, it or? Well, so prior to me getting at this police department I, I so i started as assistant chief january of last year and then was appointed chief in july but when i came in as assistant chief um one of the first things that i wanted to do was to kind of upgrade our equipment and stuff and so we were basically on paper so we oh, didn't wow. have a report management oh, system wow. um we have we have lots of filing cabinets but <laughs> wow. um, there was there was no cloud so um we did some research got some prices got an rms system knew mm. that around this time we were as around the time we were really about to implement this was when we started you know doing the dispatch thing also right so you know the the rms system that we were buying it had a software for a cad system also and it all spoke the same language okay. and wow. fortunately enough the tate county 911 has the same CAD system also. I was just going to so, ask if it's the same. Yeah. yeah. So they can talk to each other and and everything. Um, oh, nice. So that's basically we bought the software and, you know, computers and microphone, or, yeah, microphones and um, radios and all that good stuff. What a, what a way to start off. Though. And, I, and I, I've been to your place and the dispatch center is currently located in a very small little. Closet area, <laughs> but eventually you're going to move into a new, another building down the way there. So that'll be a lot better when it's when it's in a bigger center. But to start it off like that and have have good attitudes from people that are working there and stuff. I mean, that's that's great news out there. So yeah. it's have that. Are you guys are you guys full staff now? And what does full staff look like? Uh, so we're fully staffed right now. We have six dispatchers total. Okay. Is that including uh, one you? being part time? Is that yes, includes me. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, so there's six total. Wow. Now, is that just a background? Is that just a background, or are you still are you in the dispatch center with us right now? No, it's a digital oh, background. Digital background. Oh. <laughs> You're high tech over there. They went from paper to high tech. <laughs> what's but what's been your biggest challenge with creating a new dispatch center and separating from this other agency? What's been the biggest challenge you guys have faced so far by doing that? Well, I'll start and let her finish. The, um, uh, so the officers were really excited about us getting our own dispatch center because um, all in all, 
it was a financial issue, but it was also what we saw as being a quality issue. Um, so we wanted to, to ensure our officer safety to the utmost. Mm -hmm. Um, and so they were excited about that. And however, the Tate County 911 still dispatches 911 calls to our officers. So, and, and from my perspective as an officer, uh, the biggest challenge is having to talk to two different centers. And, and we've asked to, for them to relinquish that and to make it easier. Uh, but the, the powers that be are not quite comfortable with doing that yet. So. Okay. But your plan is to eventually become fully doing your thing. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Um, right now, um, Kristen, you're just taking like non-emergency calls, like traffic stops, or if officers self-initiate on events, then you all control it. But if I call 911, then the county controls it. Correct. And they're the ones when they control it, they're taking care of the CAD and status changes and everything. Can you, I know you said you have the same system. So can you see their system and they see yours? You could see what they're tracking? Yes. So our girls, um, even though the county is, you know, dispatching the call and taking over, our girls still watch the CAD, still run the stuff for the officers. So that way they don't have to go to that building. They can still come into our dispatch Mm. and get everything that they need. Nice. Wow. So how big is your uh, city? How big is the city over there? Um, We're a little over 9,000 population. Okay. What's the square miles for the jurisdiction? Yeah, there you go. Um, It's about 16. Oh, I think. Well, if you watched our last episode, we interviewed somebody (laughs) from Texas and their town was a mile square. So (laughs) that's surprising in Texas. I thought everything was bigger. I did too. (laughs) (laughs) So, so your new, your new center that you're going to move into eventually. Will you have more than one workstation? Because right now you have one, right? Just one tiny office. <laughs> I think, I'll put a I think up. Doug's advocating for a bigger center. Well, I'll put a picture up on this episode. You'll see it. And it's it's just very, it's small, but it's cozy, I guess. Functional. <laughs> <laughs> So they can, they can only out. fall asleep one way because if they fall asleep side to side, they'll hit the wall. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's how they wake up. What's something you guys want to accomplish in 2021? You're pretty new. You're just getting established in 2020. You've taken on COVID. You've taken on establishing and getting to full staff. What's next? Just getting <laughs> into the center. Yeah, so when you when you talk about the new dispatch center and, and to answer the last question, it'll have more than one workstation. Yeah. Um the uh but that new dispatch center is also it's located inside of our new police department. So um we bought a building in town and we're going through basically the architecture of it right now and the floor plans, get that finalized and then we'll put it out to bid and get that renovated and we'll actually be moving the entire police department over there. Mm. So okay. that's if we can get that done in 2021, then I would I would be extremely happy. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, well I mean, twice it, in two years. It is kind of funny though that you said you started <laughs> as assistant chief in January and you promoted to chief in July. 
Yes. I'm scared to see what's going to happen next year. You're the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Governor next. It's a here it comes. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. How did you, Chris, this is probably for you too, but our, especially for you. How did you train people that have never done dispatch Good question. in your center? Yeah. So um, I was the, at my previous agency, I was the senior CTO officer. Oh. And at that agency, I created the training program oh, and I just nice. brought it here and made it adaptable to the city. And we just had a week long class of going through <laughs> slides and everything. Oh, we're on paper too back then, right? Yes. And we're on paper log too, which oh. being from my previous agency, I hadn't been on paper log in forever. We only did paper log when the CAD crashed and that was a scary right. thing. <laughs> and so coming here to retrain on paper log was interesting. Oy, oh my gosh. God. Yeah. Right, legibly. <laughs> that's, that's the worst thing. I hated to go to paper when the CAD would crash because my handwriting sucks. And it's like, people be like, Doug, what is this? A, what does it say? It's a fire or what, what, what it is? <laughs> but I mean, to have, have six people or five people come in that have never worked in dispatch and you give them a week of training and good luck to you. Were they sitting by themselves after that first week? Uh, some of them were. We tried to, the other dispatcher that was certified and myself, we would try to sit with them as much as we could. Oh, okay. um, but we were lucky to have a group of girls that were really eager to learn and just, mm. they're great. just amazing. Wow, that is, that wow. is how fortunate. She, she's selling herself the, short uh, a little bit too, because she, uh, she also trained, I think, three or four police officers to okay. dispatch in the event that, um, since we only have so many in the event to fill in if needed. So oh. she actually trained about eight or so. Awesome. Dang, that's so cool. See, told four you here, much right here. Hard <laughs> yeah, I was just going to ask if Mississippi had the uh, minimum uh, training requirements for dispatchers statewide at all. Yes, I do. Oh, wow, they do. And, and what are those requirements? Uh, so if you work more than eight hours on the radio a month, you have to be certified. And then you keep up your, I think you have to have like 26 hours a year. Wow. And you said you wrote the training program for the other agency you worked in? Yes. So you just basically brought it with you when you came to this one? Yes. Nice. Nice. And just took out the uh, CAD, the CAD monitor, uh, yeah. you know, the pictures, yeah. and put, and a, added and put a piece an index of paper. card. <laughs> just, just swap out images with index cards, right? Yeah. Every time I like, CAD, we're both putting this paper thing together. <laughs> or you left it there and said 2021. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my goodness. Well, that is just, I mean, it's absolutely just remarkable to have an agency okay. start up just a couple months ago with you know, five people that didn't know anything about dispatch and now they're, you know, pushing this thing forward. And by the end of the year, or next year, you'll be jumping into the whole thing. And that is just absolutely incredible. Wow. That yes. is so cool. That is so, awesome. That's off to you guys. That's so great. Yeah. Man, geez. Congratulations <laughs> to all of you guys. <laughs> I love the chief. He knows. He knows. I, 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 Congratulations. I'm very well aware. <laughs> Good job, well, Kristen. I love the idea that you have officers trained to come in and work uh, the equipment with you guys. I mean, that's uh, sometimes for bigger agencies like I worked for, it was a little more difficult to get officers in there to do anything. It was didn't want to do that kind of stuff. So it's nice that you have agency that's right there 
that can come in and help you guys do that. So yeah, yeah our officers run from dispatch. Hey, do you want to sit down? <laughs> no, no, thank you. Couldn't do it. And then they leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think it's kind of nice that they could actually come in and, and cover if yeah, something I mean, should awesome. happen. So, I mean, we always try to plan for these kinds of things. I mean, the last episode we had the dispatcher, somebody was choking in their lobby and she had to jump into action with that one. And it's like, you think because it's a small agency you wouldn't have these kinds of issues, right. but man, they do pop up. So mm -hmm. it's, you know, I mean, just cause you're in a small agency doesn't mean you're not gonna have as much or as more as craziness as what we've all had working in large agencies. So uh, again, it's just such a great, uh, I'm glad we could get you guys on here today and talk about your agency and give you a good shout out and say, my gosh, you started a dispatch center in the middle of COVID. So <laughs> yeah. I'm so proud of you guys. That's awesome. Yes. In, in well this done. family, dispatch family. Not only did they start it, Doug, but they also reached full staffing in no time. So congratulations. We could all take a piece of information and learn from that. So congratulations to you guys. There are so many agencies out there that that have below staffing, they can't get anybody. And here you are in a small town, like full staff, next. Yeah, we're fully staffed. It took us a week to get them on. Yeah. Easy. So all right. Well, we definitely appreciate it. Thanks for coming by, you guys. And we really, really thank you for coming on. Thanks, everybody. Glenna, Joe, John, thanks for coming back again and doing this episode with us. Really appreciate it. So have a great time down in Senatobia, Mississippi, everybody. Thank y'all. Hi, this is Courtney, and you've been listening to another great episode of We Speak Dispatch, proudly sponsored by our friends at Zybex. 911, what's your emergency? 911, emergency. 